Welcome into Defeating the Curse, LP and FP show. So you know we're going to talk about real football, real signings, real decisions. Uh, it's been quite a crazy, what would you say, two weeks, right? Has it, has it been two weeks since the once news broke? It's been uh, free agency started uh, Monday of last week, right? Or, yeah, no, it's been a week been a week since it officially started but the the once news it's been about two weeks the unofficial anyways it's been it's been a wild ride uh, it's it's been a very wild ride the the nfl is looking completely different there's been a, a major exodus from the nfc into the afc the afc west is bonkers right now like it, it, it put all your money on one of those four teams winning the super bowl right now you don't lose uh, it, it's just been insane. And even today we had breaking news where Matt Ryan replaces Wentz for the Colts. Uh, and then Mariota goes to the Falcons. Jameis Winston stays with the Saints. Baker Mayfield is still in this awkward situation with the Browns where they have Deshaun Watson, which I don't even think we've covered that yet. And it's just kind of awkward for everybody over there in Cleveland it's it's insane what the NFL is looking like right now. It's I'm excited for it and and honestly and and we'll we'll touch on this more in depth. I love the Wentz move so much more after seeing how all the cards kind of played out. There's been crazy amounts of uh, QB movement in the NFL. We haven't seen this probably in our lifetime. This many QBs moving. This many QBs up for resigns. Etc. Um, let's just go down the list. I mean, we'll start with Aaron Rodgers staying in Green Bay. Is that yep. a surprise to you? Or no? It's a surprise to me. I, I mean, after last year, him holding out, him not wanting to play in Green Bay, all those things, him wanting GM or you know, all those things. I'm, I'm surprised that he stayed in Green Bay. He says it's not about money. The dude's it's getting about paid money. fifty million a year. It's about money, and and he knew what he was doing, messing with the media from day one. Like if if you probably went to Aaron Rodgers two years ago, he probably had like a note document on his iPhone saying like how to f with the media and get paid, and he probably went through it as a script and played it perfectly. I, I even like even the COVID crap that he dealt with, he probably played it perfectly. Chose his words specifically. He knew what he was doing. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I mean, I thought he'd go to, like, San Francisco or Tennessee. I thought he'd leave, but I'm also not shocked that he stayed in Green Bay. Not shocked at all. And then he got But he also lost Devontae Adams, which is huge for him, right? This is his number one receiver, best receiver in the NFL. Losing him. Do you see Aaron taking him taking the Packers back to the Super Bowl? I mean, he hasn't done it in so many years. No, he but had a stacked I mean, team. now he's gonna have a way less of a stack team. I, I think I think Aaron's legacy is how many times can he win MVP with nothing, and if he does it again for a three-peat without Adams, I, I think everybody in the football world will be like, all right, he doesn't have the rings, right? But he's He's an insane QB. He's first ballot Hall of Fame. He's he's everything minus the ring. So uh, he's like a Dan Marino 2.0 at this point. But he has yeah, one I ring. I mean, so if that's what he wants his fine. legacy to be. I mean, he has one ring, so 
Yeah, if you're if you're just the insanely good MVP caliber quarterback that can do it with whatever crap is on the field, that's not a bad legacy to have. Let's move on to Russell Wilson. Uh, he went to Denver, which was apparently the only team that he was willing to waive his no trade clause to, which to me was the most shocking of all the signings. I thought he was going to want to go to a big city, want to go to New York, want to go to I don't know. I just didn't pick Denver. Didn't think Denver it's, was going to be the spot. For the him. surprising part for me like, is it, it, he almost did it because he had a chip on his shoulder and he's like, let me go to the best division against all these up and coming star QBs and let me prove to them that I can still do this. Then I'm not the old man out. I can still ball. And, 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 you know, like it's almost like he, he's going to re image or rebrand himself to be more in the Mahomes, Justin Herbert conversation instead of the, not quite Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers conversation. You know what I mean? I think that's his his mentality. Yeah, but I could easily see him going and striking out in the NFC and the AFC West or what are they, what are they? Yeah, they're the. Yeah, because I mean, we can we we'll dig on this in in a little bit, but a lot of good players went to that division, defense and offense. So it's just going to make it so much more difficult for him as a quarterback. Or, or him just being in that division, winning out and, and getting to the playoffs. And then you go, all yeah, right, so then but, you go. But from, Oakland got better. Kansas City is obviously better. great. Kansas um, City's got uh, Juju. So, yeah, they're they're great. Yeah, I mean, and, and San Diego, uh, they'll always be San Diego to me, got better. I mean, Khalil Mack, uh, Khalil Mack and Bosa together is scary, scary. Justin Herbert, yeah. third year and in his he, offense. He scary. went to Denver, who was not a very good team last year. Um, they've got some weapons on offense, that's for sure. But I just don't know how much of a how much they're ready to compete this year. And yeah. he's he's 33 years old, so he's getting up there in age. Although he, Tom Brady defies age. He's still mobile. Yeah, but, but he's I mean, also coming off injury. Like he he hasn't been an injury prone player before, but is he? He could be on the downfall of his career. I don't know. I just think I it was an interesting so. signing. I think he, I think he had better options. There's, there's a lot of moves. We, we gotta like hit these quick, right? So you have Mariota to the Falcons, Trubisky to the Steelers, uh, Jacoby Brissett backing up Watson, and I guess the most expensive backup in the league, Baker Mayfield. Uh, what else do you have? Cam well, Newton has going to be traded. Has, well, Baker's maybe. Gonna- Jimmy well, G hasn't if, moved if, anywhere. That's that's. If they surprising. don't trade Baker, he'll get cut. I'm sure. There's no way he's going to be still like in. Um, 18 million cap hit. Right? It's it's insane. Flacco's back with the Jets. There's a big. <laughs> there's a big one for you. Kyle Allen went to the Texans. There's a big one for you. Just kidding. Um, yeah, I mean. Teddy looking, is going to Miami, and they won't tell him whether he's starting or he's backing up Tua. That's a huge. That is huge, and and honestly, you should probably go Teddy, have him get injured, and then Tua will come in and play great. Because every time Teddy gets injured, whoever replaces him does great. That's just kind of Teddy's, uh, Teddy's fortune. Yeah, he's like good luck Mitch, Chuck of the quarterback league. Mitch was obviously rumored to come to Washington. He went to Pittsburgh on two years, fourteen million. I'm still so salty significantly about that less than uh, still salty about than it. I don't see the the love for Trubisky. He had his chance, and he wasn't that good. Sure, he's won some games. I just, when it comes to quarterbacks, I need an arm 
And Trubisky didn't have that arm for if, me. If if Trubisky and the Steelers get 12 wins and win the AFC North, are you surprised? Off an yep. insanely good defense. Are you surprised? I am I'm surprised. Not surprised. If they get 12 wins? I'm not surprised. I mean, they're if still you playing, have, if you have, he's still playing against Cleveland. He's still playing against Baltimore. Yeah, but look, look at what they could do Cincinnati. with Big Ben. Look at what they could do with Big Ben, who who could barely throw for for all of 2020, had his sort of comeback 2021, is not mobile at all, and yet still somehow they they had the 11 wins in a row until the the Washington football team killed them COVID year, and then they snuck into the playoffs last year. Big Ben's great, but I, is it that big of a drop off from Big Ben to Trubisky? Because he wasn't really running the offense. No, it's not a drop off, but level. they also had what, like eight wins last year. I mean, they went, they weren't a playoff team. They were in the playoffs. Oh well, well they had the bullshit uh, tie that <laughs> they, got them into the playoffs. They made they it to smoked. the playoffs. The Washington football team did not. Okay, so we're not comparing them to Washington. I'm comparing them to Cincinnati. Baltimore and Cleveland, which I think they're the worst out of those four. It, it's true. Bearing Deshaun Watson plays. Yeah. Now, okay. if Deshaun Watson's suspended for a year, sure, I can see Cleveland taking a huge step back. But I mean, I mean, I mean, that's those are kind of the big ones for the quarterback market, right? So the only two left, Kirk re-signed with Minnesota. The only two left really worth discussing, Baker and Jimmy G. Me, personally... I'm shocked that Jimmy hasn't moved. There's no way the they make that him. That still need a quarterback. The Panthers. <laughs> and the Panthers. Yeah. So. Oh, Seattle. Seattle. Seattle has Drew Locke. So Seattle needs a quarterback. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, and it'll be interesting to see what happens in the draft too, right? There's still Malik Willis. Well, Willis, right? Yeah, Malik Willis and. And Kenny Pickett, um, who could both be starters in the NFL uh, year one. I mean, are you probably take their lumps? If if you're a fan base, are you pissed off that, let's say you're Carolina Panthers, are you pissed off that you bring in a rookie instead of shoot your shot with Jimmy G or shoot your shot with Baker? Baker's not bad. Sam Darnold's trash. That the 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 Falcons have uh, Josh Rosen. It's all. It means nothing. Yeah, but Matt Rule is also a trash head coach, so I don't know. They, all they all I'm saying on is Jay Gruden as offense coordinator. That's all I know. Seeing seeing how everything played out, and the Washington Commanders in position to have Wentz and still sign one of those guys as your quarterback, which I personally believe. Don't waste your first round pick on a quarterback. Take a, a sleeper in like the third or the fourth because this next is a year's draft, quarterback is, draft. You always right? have so, to you always have to draft a quarterback. I'm just saying don't waste the first round on somebody that won't be as good as next year's first round quarterback because it's a deeper, better class next year. So go get. Well, we say Olave that every year. No, no, no. We say that every year. We say it's notorious. We either say this is a quarterback. Worst draft or it's not and it's never anywhere in between no but they're saying like if if any of next year's quarterbacks were available this draft they would instantly become top qb on the board like that's what they're saying we're not talking about the 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 year and the depth at all we're talking about if any of the 2023 draft qbs 
came this year, they'd be the number one prospect. So don't waste. But they also said that about day. Matt Barkley on the 2012 draft. And uh, all I'm saying, I'm not out. saying, I'm not saying don't draft a QB this year. I'm saying don't draft in the first round when next year somebody will be better. Draft in the mid rounds. You don't have to get Malik. Go get a receiver. Go get somebody so that if Wentz does have a fragile ego, he it you you haven't fractured it. He he can go on knowing he's the guy. He'll be fine if there's like a third rounder behind him, sitting behind him, him and Heineke. Once won't care about that. But if you bring in a first rounder, then you have to deal with with whatever once thinks about that. So it's, I, I'm just saying this is not the year to draft a QB in the first round. This is a year to to take your chance of finding a Russell Wilson in the third type situation. That's all I'm saying. But I mean, if you keep going further. Let's go into like the running back situation, right? So you have what Cordero Patterson resigned with the Falcons. He's literally the only weapon there. Uh, James Cardinal back with uh, James Connor back with the Cardinals. Chase Edmonds with the Dolphins. Um, Sony Michelle Chase Edmonds is a good player. He's a great player. Um, yeah, he's a he's a good you know mix it up running back. So him with the Dolphins at two years, twelve million, very comparable to. Um, Although a lot more money to JD McKissick, who was uh, signed for seven million at two years. Yeah, five five million more. I would take JD over Chase Edmonds personally. Maybe it's the way yeah. that we utilize him, and now that he has like a proven loyalty, where where he reneged on his Bills deal and came back to the Washington Commanders. When as a fan base, you're like, yeah, hell yeah, like welcome back, be our guy. I love it. I was really worried. That we were going to go. I mean, into he was the our year. second best option last yeah, year. I was really worried we were going to go into the year with Antonio Gibson and Patterson. That that freaked me out. I was not happy with that at all. JD is is the perfect safety Change of pace guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd like to see him get more touches. Actually, me too. Hundred um, percent. There's still uh, some. There's still some good running backs out there. Tariq Cohen is has got some game to him. Yeah. Uh, David Johnson's still out there. Marlon uh, Mack. Daryl Williams, he, he's not terrible. Devontae Freeman's not terrible. I mean, all these guys probably end up on the Ravens because they go through running backs like toilet paper. Um, Giovanni Bernard, you could get him. The uh, Ravens signed Patrick Ricard. Never heard of the dude. Me and personally? His contract like, is to, to be determined. So Oh, uh, Matt Breda went to the Giants today. He's actually pretty good for them. He probably turns into a starter after week three when Barkley gets hurt. Duke Johnson went to uh, the Bills. That's a that's a pretty big signing. Yeah. Eh. He's good. He's good. He's Seven he's Coleman to the Jets. He's Cannon he's always Duke Johnson's always the guy in uh, fantasy football where I'm like, he used to do be he used to do good and then he never sees the field. Ty Montgomery to the Patriots. Yeah. That's a, a good utility uh, weapon for Mr. Belichick. Let's yeah, move into uh, to wide White, receivers. Yeah. Uh, Devontae Adams, obviously the biggest one. He got traded for five years, $141 million. I mean, that sets the bar for receivers in contracts. Now, I don't think Terry gets close to that, but how much better is Devonte Adams than, than Terry McLaurin? Certainly better, but 
that's the scary contract that Washington's the, up against. The scary is if if Terry has a, a even more so breakout year with Wentz, give him the bag. I don't care. The ditch everyone. I do not want to lose Terry. Pay him what he wants. Yeah, I mean, if you think about Chris Godwin with the Bucks, got three years, sixty million, so it's twenty per year. That's got to be the bar for Terry. I would say Godwin is the bar. Yes. Devontae Adams is just insane money. Um, Mike Williams re-signed with the Chargers. Again, equal with Godwin, right? Three years, 60 mil. That's the level that I'd take Terry over Mike Williams. Agreed. Right? And, I mean... Allen Robinson, three years, 45 million. So that's a little bit more reasonable. But, I mean, Terry's better than Allen Robinson. That's for sure. I mean, would Terry care if we slotted him in? If we offered him three years, 50 mil? I don't think he he would mind that. Well, we've got a serious problem in Washington, and it's that nobody wants to play in Washington. So how do you know Terry wants to be here? I think Ter- Terry, by all means, is is a nice guy who's going to say the right things and all that. But in his heart of hearts, does he really want to be in Washington? I think, and this is me personally. I've if told we you, Brandon Sheriff him, if we Kirk Cousins him, he's gone. I've been, I've been talking about what I want to see all day to you. I want Ohio State triplets. I want... Terry, a healthy Curtis Samuel, draft Olave, Olav, Olave, whatever, and have three stud Ohio State receivers together. That cute, that that receiver room, I think if you give that to Terry with Wentz and his arm, I don't think he wants to leave here. Especially because if you look around, right, so other news is um, Amari Cooper leaves the Cowboys, right, big news. And then you have uh, – It's really a contract dump. Contract dump, yeah. Um, Christian Kirk left the Cardinals, went to the Jaguars. Super right? overpaid. Super overpaid. Um, you, you kind of – I mean, you kind of – if you look at AFC versus NFC receiver level with Devontae leaving, that's it. You kind of just have Godwin – Allen Robinson, obviously Cooper Cup, but and and Terry, like those are kind of your top receivers in the NFC. Who else would would be higher than than Terry? Russell Gage to the Buccaneers, that happened. Well, That's an overpay. Seattle still has DK Metcalf. Yeah, but um, who who's who's throwing to DK Metcalf? Is is he gonna have a better year than Terry? Probably not. Not if still it's still got July. Uh, um. What's the dude from San Francisco? The guy who does everything uh, there. CD. No. Yeah. No, no, sorry, not C- CD. CD Lamb Cowboys. I'm thinking. Uh, CD Lamb's pretty good. Um, I wouldn't put him over Terry, but I'm thinking of um, Debo. Debo Samuel. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, it's another random name. I mean, okay, yeah, the NFC has receivers, but I'm, I would say Terry would be top. Terry's up there. Top five to top ten easily. Easily top yep. ten. Yep. I would give him top five because he's been elite without a quarterback. Yep. Yep. Washington brings back uh, Cam Sims. No surprise. I, I think his, his value with Washington is more than he can get anywhere else. Um, I, he's a guy who's got some upside, but he's really a fifth receiver on a, on a decent team. 
probably a special teamer on. He you know, he would be similar team. to like Pringle going to the Bears one year six mil. It's a little more expensive than Cam Sims, but I mean Pringle had pretty good success with the Chiefs. Yeah. Zay Let's Jones switch. to the Jaguars three years for twenty four. That's an overpay. Jaguars. Remember that? What was that thing? I said? Jaguars have spent like over a billion dollars in free agency in the last 10 years or something. A billion dollars. And, and their only playoff win was with Blake Bortles. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, that's insane. The, the Athletic dropped a bomb today about how Urban Meyer was like a super train wreck. Worst. People are saying like the worst like NFL team environment that they've ever seen which is surprising coming from a Washington football commander's Redskins fan base to read. <laughs> How yeah, are you that, so much that, worse than our, our our franchise? That article was wild. I had no idea that it was really that bad. I mean, they just painted Urban as this evil, horrible dude who cussed at people, threatened to fire people, just a horrible dude, and then would go out to, <laughs> then went out to the club and then lied lied to his team about that. I'm honestly, um, I'm honestly excited to see what happens with Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I, I don't think that was a nurturing environment at all. So at you got to wipe all of last season out for Trevor Lawrence and start over. Let's move on to tight ends. Uh, I know everyone in Washington was looking for Zach Ertz to come here. He re-signed with the Cardinals for three years. Um, a lot of re-signings on the tight end market. Some of the big names left out there, Jared Cook, Jordan Aikens, um, Eric Ebron. He's had some game in him. That's really about it. Kyle Rudolph is out there. Gronkowski, but he's the if, if he comes back with since Brady's back. Yeah, I don't think I don't, if if Gronk comes back, it'll be with Tampa. I don't. See I really Gronk. I really wanted us to steal Austin Hooper, but the the, the Titans stole him. I thought he would have been a great. One-year rental for us. One-year six mil. Would have been a great rental for us. Ricky Seal is going back to the uh, going to the Giants, which stings a little bit because I actually thought that dude could play. He was um, he was solid, yeah. And I mean, if he could stay healthy. And the the problem is Logan Thomas has not proven to be able to stay healthy all year. As much as I love LT, can't stay healthy, right? So then you have Bates. Well, you, you also need two two tight ends. I mean, right. And Bates was good. But Bates was good because nobody was expecting him to do anything but block. So now if the expectation is that he'll he'll be a receiving tight end, he'll he'll see different coverage and who knows how he responds to that. Yeah, the, the tight end market dried up pretty quick, so that may be a, a need to address in the draft. Yeah, I mean tight ends kind of yeah, nothing really there. I, I mean, you could try like a Kyle Rudolph one-year rental. You could try like a, uh, I don't know, Jacob Hollister. He yeah. was okay. Jordan Atkins. Something, right? Yeah. Offensive tackle. Let's skip that. I think we're we're set there. How are you gonna With, skip uh, that? How are you gonna skip that, man? Charles Leno signed. We still have um, the dude from Texas. The, I would say the, the biggest one that you have to hit is uh, the Bengals took the tackle from the Cowboys. They took Lyle Collins, which well, but he's I mean, always suspended or hurt or no, something. He's, he's he's he was he's hurt, but I mean he's he's solid. He also uh, killed his girlfriend. <laughs> All I'm saying is the Cowboys 
They've been Allegedly. shedding. They've been shedding a lot of contracts and players. Zeke ain't really Zeke. Dak ain't that good without Amari. So all those fans out there that think the, that Dallas can run it back and and win back to back, which never happens in the NFC East. I I mean, it, it might be a rough year for them. Dude, I see your boy Ty Inseki is a free agent. He was. He's got to be the best swing tackle in Washington 100%. history. Oh yeah, and he I mean, he was. <laughs> He was a warrior, he was dude. So solid. And Morgan yeah, Moses went to the Ravens, so he's kind of back home. Yeah, enjoy those holding calls, Baltimore. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of it. Uh, we'll skip the rest of kind of the the line. Actually, well, we'll we touch on guard. the guard. Yeah, yeah. So Brandon Sheriff went to the Jaguars, right? We took Andrew Norwell from the uh, from the Panthers, or the he Panthers. was Panthers, and then he he was. Then he was Jacksonville, and then we took him from Jacksonville. But he was initially Panthers. But essentially what you do... He's a Ron guy. He's a Ron guy, and I think contract-wise, you you played it perfectly, right? You got, I think, a younger... Not younger. Same age? A just, sheriff? Yeah. I think you broke even, saved money. I think that's what we're looking at. Same level well, of talent, well, sheriff, probably sheriff. more durable... Save How many 16-game seasons did Sheriff play or 17 games? Probably none. I mean, yeah. he's always injured. For his first year, maybe. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I was completely fine with letting Sheriff I think, walk. I think, I think the level of play they is They dragged the same. that on way too Save much. Money. Agreed. Yeah. Three years, 49.5 like, is insane. Yeah. Insane. I did not like the Flowers um, release. The dude can play. He wants to play in Washington. They should have figured out a way to restructure, lower the cap hit. Whatever it is that they needed to do, but he he um, hasn't gone and he he hasn't gone in here, so there's still a chance he could bring him back. Yeah, right? there's always a chance. Yep, yep. So, but I would imagine that if that was really a, something that was a priority, that they would have just restructured him. But maybe they're letting him test the market, and if he doesn't find yeah. anything, come back. Yeah. Yep. Um, on the defensive line, um, we lost two. We lost uh, Matt Ioannidis. Who apparently settle. the commanders told his agent at the combine that he would that he wouldn't be on the the chopping block, but he was, and settle. So Matt Ioannidis went to Buffalo, if I'm not mistaken. Ioannidis the Panthers. Settle. Settle Buffalo. The Buffalo. Yes. And Ioannidis's agent is all salty, like you said, except it it's business as usual. At the time, we didn't pull the trigger on Wentz so money wasn't a concern so yeah we have no plans on cutting you and then all of a sudden you have Wentz with 29 mil that you got to pay oh we need to make room well Ioannidis as great as you've been you got to go sorry I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that I think it's because no it's, it's business commanders. NFL is a business I mean it's because it's the commanders the agents like oh this franchise is trash business is normal well you saw that the the Buffalo GM was calling out the Commanders. Yeah. So that that's funny that he's calling out Ron, which I'm sure he worked for Ron at some point in his career. Right. And again, it's kind of petty to do that. Um. But yeah, there's there's been a lot of news with with the defense, right? Uh, I think you have, uh, what's his face from, uh. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm thinking edge rusher. What's his name? Von Miller to the Bills. 
Randy Gregory. Ch- Chandler Jones to the Raiders. Randy Gregory to the Broncos. Aguilar Randy to Gregory the at five years, seventy million is a huge overpay for a guy who's constantly suspended. Right. Constantly and, not and, on the field. And that's why he left the Cowboys because of that one stipulation of like don't don't get penalized. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, that's that's a huge overpay. Uh, there's huge. there's still a lot of edge outside linebackers, edge rushers available. Um, JPP still out there. Alex Okafor. Yeah, there's some there's some good edge rushers out there. Yeah. Now we need some depth there, so maybe we get we we'll go out and get somebody um, a depth signing. Ryan Kerrigan's out there. I would love to bring Kerrigan home. I would also love to go out and try to get, like, Clowney. Yeah, he's still available, but there's no space for Clowney on this roster. I mean, Clowney's not going to be a guy who's going to come be the third edge rusher. Yeah, I mean, he's always injured. Well, that doesn't help. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Let's talk about linebackers, because this is obviously the absolute biggest need for the Washington Commanders coming. Uh, into the season. Bobby Wagner. Huge names like Bobby Wagner, Dante Hightower, Anthony Barr, KJ Wright, Alec Ogletree. These are all starters, bona fide starters in the NFL who are still out there. And if you look at some of the the big signings, right? Devondre Campbell signed with the Packers at, at $10 million a year. Right? It's, it's sad, but linebacker, the quarterback of the defense, just is super underpaid. A guy who, yeah. I mean, you saw Lynn and Collins not want to play this because it's just a, it's a position that you just you're constantly going against guys who are 100 pounds heavier than you, you know, head to head, constantly getting injured, hit, and you don't get the you don't get the money. You're you're either a linebacker mentality or you're not. Landon Collins is not a linebacker mentality. You want to be the crazy Ray Lewis. Uh, Cushing, insane, like, let me beat your face in mentality, or, or you want to shy away from hits. Bobby Wagner is one of those guys where he's like, let me beat your face in and 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 clean up this defense. And I really, really, I'm hoping the Flowers and, and, and all the other salary casualties that we've had result in us getting Bobby Wagner. And honestly, you we keep saying it, nobody wants to come to D.C., but from a defensive point of view, if you see that line in front of you, you want a good line in front of you if you're a linebacker. That has to be appetizing and appealing to Bobby Wagner. And then Jamie Davis on the side of you, Cole Holcomb on the other side of you. I mean, it's not it's not a this terrible This is a bona fide defense with a Bobby Wagner. This is yes. a top five defense. Yes. I mean, we said that last year, but but we had nothing truly we had nothing like at the linebacker position on, this year. On paper. This is a, a stout defense. Yeah. With a Bobby I, Wagner. I mean, there, there even was a Dante rumors. Hightower. Even one of the, the lower tier guys, right? Oh uh, yeah. Anybody is is over what we put out last year. Anybody. I don't think we're in the Bobby Wagner sweepstake though. I'd be surprised, but I wouldn't count it out. I'm surprised. I think I'm surprised he hasn't signed yet, but I think he's his own agent representing himself, and it's moving slower. And he probably is waiting until. So he's going to pull a, uh, Richard Sherman yeah, and get a horrible deal, thinking Probably. that he saved a whole bunch of money. 
guess. Probably. But, I mean, I, I would love to see him. Uh, Kyle Van Noy is still out there. I'd, I wouldn't mind seeing him either. Um, I'd want Dante Hightower, Anthony Barr, KJ Wright. One of those names. Yeah. It's it's it has to be addressed and it has to be addressed not through the draft. You need a veteran presence in there ASAP. ASAP. Let's move into cornerbacks. Uh, um, is this a position that you would address if you were Commanders GM? <laughs> um, sorry, I'm coughing from my hookah. Uh, no, just because the market is insane. For the guys that were out there, right? So J.C. Jackson, Chargers, five years, 82 mil. That's a big number. Big number. Well, and we've already got two big number yeah, cornerbacks on the right? roster. And then and you got Stephon some, Gilmore you still out there. Off injury. Yep. Juice showed some promise. So. Yeah, he could, he, could, he could see a big step up. I mean, Stephon Gilmore is out there. If you can rent him for low money, you can't go for that. But, I mean, Carlton Davis back with the Bucks, three years, 44. Casey Hayward, Falcons, two years for 11. Uh, Darius Williams to the Jaguars, three years for 30. Um, DJ Reed to the Jets. Traverius Ward with the Niners. Like, these are big numbers. Like, we're talking 30 mil, 40 mil. Big numbers. Dante Jackson back with the Panthers. I think there was rumors. There's rumors we wanted Dante Jackson. I don't think that happened. Or, Or, I mean, I see it didn't happen, but... Well, because he's from Carolina. That's why the rumors are <laughs> that uh, we wanted him. I don't want Kyle Fuller. Fabian Moreau is out there, man. Fabian, I thought, was actually pretty decent in uh, Washington. I wouldn't uh, mind He'd Fabian. be a back-of-the-roster kind of mm-hmm. kind of guy. Uh, Tory McTire's out there. He played pretty well, actually, for Washington last year. Yeah. Um, for the most part, I think... We're set enough. I wouldn't be upset if we didn't go out and get a cornerback free agency. I, yeah, that, that's something that I'd be okay if you, you go ahead and you spend one of your higher draft picks, like a, a three, four, five round. For Yeah. Honestly, I'd give this draft or I'd give this free agency period an A if Washington went out and got Bobby Wagner or one of these top linebackers and did nothing else. Get a linebacker, agreed. get a QB. Yeah, agreed. Get that's one it. guard. Mm-hmm. Well, you got the guard, so yeah. Safety, I mean, the the biggest name left is Honey Badger. He probably goes to the Raiders, I think, is the rumor. Yeah, there's a lot of rumors swirling around him. I'd be concerned about him is because he's been on, like, five teams in the past five years. So something going on with him. I mean, he's a baller, but why isn't he he re-signed? He plays great. I think he's due money, and I think his... His persona precedes him. I think people think he's more of a cancer room locker, but that hasn't been the case since he left the Cardinals. He's, I mean, at least on the Chiefs, he's always sort of been like kind of the that heartbeat of the defense. So it's it's not a bad move. Yeah, but so, we're sort of set, sort of set on safety. That's another position I'm not too opposed. If, well, if we no, we we, we resigned Bobby McCain, um, who I was high on the beginning of last year and he just reaffirmed that throughout the year and camp curl obviously yeah the, camp curl's the dude, been playing great yeah the dude is playing at pro bowl level mm-hmm. um, so he deserves you know to be named starter before the season yeah i mean uh 
Some of the numbers out there, Marcus Williams to the Ravens, five years, 70 mil. That's a big number. Um, Quandre Diggs re-signed with the Seahawks, three years, 40 mil, big number. Justin Reed signed to the Chiefs, three years, 31-5. Is that really better than keeping Honey Badger? Who knows? But it's there's some big numbers out there, and I'm I'm good. I mean, Wentz prevented us from from making any of these moves, and you almost have to be thankful for that, right? Is that weird? It's weird that our money is tied up in Wentz that we didn't go and overpay somebody else that may have not fit the scheme. No, because we've done that with William Jackson. We did that with uh, Landon Collins the year before, right. a few years mm-hmm. ago. We've done those, and they don't pan out. So I'm with you. You take a st- You take every stab that you can at a quarterback because they're one in, you know, a hundred that actually hits. And it doesn't matter if you waste 28 million this year. If he hits, you got yourself something. If he doesn't yeah. hit, you're you're back to the board next year. Yeah. Um, so I'd I'd spend on a on a quarterback every year, draft capital, I'm, salary cap capital. I'm telling you, like uh, I'm good with what the Commanders have done and not done so far. I was upset about settle. I was upset about Ionitis. I was upset about Flowers. But these but are all settle, guys. Settle never really had a chance here in Washington. Yeah, and, and he, I mean. He had the potential from day one and just never played that much. I personally would have loved to see Payne be the one to leave because he's going into a lame duck year and you almost guaranteed that you're not going to re-sign him. Maybe he patched things up with Jonathan Allen, but do you really need two of those guys? Like I'd be fine losing Payne, losing Ionitis, losing Settle, throwing in a draft guy. And then having your money dedicated to Sweat and Chase and Allen up front, I'm good with that. I don't think the money has to be dedicated to tackle-tackle, right? It, edge is way more important. So save whatever money you're going to save for Chase and Sweat. Yeah, but uh, Payne, I think, is cheaper this year than Ioannidis was because he's still on his rookie deal. Well, where Ioannidis got his extension, what, two years ago? I guess. So that's why Ioannidis was the... The casualty. Was the yeah. one that, yeah, the casualty. Yeah, if you look at what, what Washington did this year and um, so far, acquired Carson Wentz, released Lynn Collins, re-signed Tyler Larson, re-signed Bobby McCain, released Ioannidis, released Flowers, re-signed McKissick, released Everett, re-signed Cam Sims, signed Andrew Norwell. Now I'm finally seeing the contract numbers on this. It's two years, $10 million, where Sheriff was getting paid $18 million for one year. Yeah, so even even a, pay less money. 13 million per year. That's that's insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he can play anywhere near um, where Sheriff did. And I saw the stats on like how many games Washington has won with Sheriff out versus with Sheriff in. I think that's just correlation or not causation, correlation, whatever it is. But Norwell could be a good guard here. I, I think uh, he'll Apke, be fine. Resigning uh, yeah. Jonathan Tooth, uh, Milo Eifler, and Daniel Wise. Daniel Wise is actually a good player, so happy he's back. I, I think the point is you can see that Ron, Ron's trying to hit on his wins right now. Ron doesn't want to dedicate any time 
with rookies, right? He's looking at how can I make our draft capital and our salary cap work to get me difference makers right now across the board instead of obviously we wanted Rodgers, we wanted Russ, that didn't work. So now it was let's spread it out. Let's spread the love. So Wentz was, I think, I think now, I think Wentz was the right move. All these changes are the right moves. If you bring in a Bobby Wagner, you address a linebacker, you're taking last year's team with uh, with Heineke and and a bunch of scrubs that were as of like week 15, the sixth seed in the NFC, and you've clearly made your team better. Clearly, from last year to this year, I don't think anybody can look at this team and say they are not better. Yeah, Carson Carson is a way better quarterback than Heineke. Right. And and it's it's getting to the point now where a strong draft and one free agent signing for a linebacker takes you from floating around seven or eight wins to in a much easier NFC, possibly a ten win. Twelve. 12? Well, I mean, also, you have to look at what the, the schedule is. We're playing um, the fourth-place schedule or right, the, the third-place schedule. But, Either way, but, we're not playing a top schedule. Um, but things, things what divisions changed. are we playing this year? So, you're, yeah. like, you're playing Watson and the Browns. That got harder, right? If um, Watson's uh, not suspended. If Watson's not suspended. You're playing the Colts. That'll be interesting. The, the outrage in in – in the media and across social media and all those about Cleveland signing Watson is, is real. I mean, and we know the NFL listens to what's going on around them. I would not be surprised if Watson suspended for eight plus games. I, I mean, I, I would be honestly, I would he's be. getting, he's going to settle on all the civil cases. He's, you know, I'm sure he'll, he'll he just got paid. He's probably going to pay him out and they'll settle, but I mean, look at here in Washington, right? Like, we're talking about things that happened 20 years ago with Dan Snyder, and people are outraged. With the Watson thing, it's, this was happening like a year, two years ago, three years ago. I don't think these things, you know, these things are not going to just go away. The NFL is going to have some tough decisions to make. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's let's look at it, right? Green Bay, that's a hard that's a hard team, but they lost Devontae Adams. Okay, Jacksonville Jaguars, they made huge changes. Who knows what Peterson gets out of Trevor Lawrence? Could be uh, a hard a hard win. Could be. No, not sure right now. Vikings, I would say KOC with Kirk, uh, probably a better team. Probably a hard win, right? Or, or a, hard to win. Titans, I mean, if Derrick Henry's healthy, you're losing. Right. I mean, who knows what they do? I mean, they're they're not keeping Julio Jones. It it it's up in the air, right? But then you look at your away games. The Lions were probably one of the best worst record teams last year. Uh the Texans easy win, but oh you you're you and I are both high on kind of Davis Mills. Colts with Matt Ryan could be a great team, Jonathan Taylor, stout defense. They could turn it around. Um, and then you have the Texans. Or sorry, not I'm the Texans, the Browns. 12 wins. 
Yeah, I'm walking back my 12 to, it's, to 9. I would say 9 to 10, probably 10. It all hinges on which Carson Wentz we get. If we get 2017 Carson Wentz, who's playing with confidence, and we get Terry McLaurin, and we get a healthy Curtis Samuel, sure, we can we can get double-digit wins. Yeah. I mean, the defense is supposed to be good. They've, they were supposed to be good last year. They weren't. If we can get a good defense and a, and a, and a decent offense, why not? Why not get 10 wins? I'll, I'll put it this way. I think the NFC East, based on what the Cowboys have gotten rid of and nobody else really changing, the Giants and the Eagles, I think the NFC East is much easier for us personally than it was last year yeah that's probably true right cowboys easily ran away with it cowboys have gone backwards this year cowboys have definitely gone backwards philly i never thought was a really good team last year they ran into some luck with running the ball and and you saw that when they faced the the buccaneers in the playoffs they, they just got embarrassed yeah. So they're 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 not quite there yet. And Jalen Hurts is not quite there yet. I mean, they have some pieces, but I, I would say we might have the, the strongest receiver core in the East now that Amari Cooper left. We might have the strongest D line in the East. We might have the strongest O line in the in the East now that Lyle Collins and some other guys for the Cowboys are gone. We we might have the strongest QB in the East because Dak it's kind of flaky. So is Wentz. I think Wentz has better IQ, stronger arm. Yeah, and and I'm in for. I think Ron can get this team together, get them motivated, get them buying into. It's a new franchise where the Commanders now getting everyone to buy in under Carson and just and and playing playing well. I mean, I can easily see that. I'm pretty optimistic about the team. I'd like to see. Like like we talked about that inside linebacker signed, and see what we do in the draft. I'm not opposed to going QB in the draft. Oh, um, we 100% need to go QB. I'm just saying maybe not the first round pick. Would you be upset? I wouldn't be upset, but I don't think it's. I just don't think it's it's a need. It's not necessarily a recipe for success, just because Carson Wentz we know is shaky on confidence already, bringing in a rookie. I would also say because you pick. have because you have Heineke, I don't think it's a need for the first round right now. But I think the recipe for success for a rookie quarterback is to sit for a year or two. Right, but that's regardless of the round they're drafted in. I I still think you get a guy. You just don't get the Lockett or the Malik or the other dude. Picket, whatever. I don't know who the guy. I forgot the guys. Once we got once, I forgot the guys. Yeah. (laughs) It's just not important this year. Yeah. Let's put a bow on the show. Uh, What have the Capitals done uh, with the trade deadline today, 3 p.m.? Biggest news is they got rid of Sprong. They brought in Mojo. Um, Johansson's back. Uh, Questionable to a lot of fake fans. Makes sense to a lot of real fans. Sprong had the scoring potential, liability on defense. Johansson stronger on defense, and Seattle is taking half his contract. So it makes sense. Now that the Caps resurged in March, I think it completely shifted 
uh, the the decisions that were made today. Um, but I mean, they're they're looking solid if they get healthier again. If Oshi comes back, if all those guys come back, I think they're they're poised to go fairly deep in the playoffs. I think it depends on matchups. If you get Carolina, it'll be a bloodbath, but it'll be fun to watch regardless. Yeah, I mean, we're about to hit uh, NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs. It's about to be a good time of year once yes. again. Draft, Absolutely. lots of things to look forward to. Listen to all our content on Defeating the Curse on all platforms. And follow us on Twitter at Defeat the Curse. This has been fun, FP. Thanks for joining me. We'll be back in a few days. To I'm sure there will be more news coming out. This has been fun. We are out.